I have got some ghost stories for you. I feel something crawl into the bed with me and it starts to spoon me. There was a time where I would be in bed falling asleep and I would hear my name being called. Different voices call my name. Poof, the person disappeared right in front of our eyes. And we were both like, did you see that? There was this figure of a woman. Her skin was bluish and her hands were clawed and her mouth was wide open. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fist. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up this week, we've got a brand new Dead Pet of the Week theme song and story. And also a case of haunted wine coolers. Okay, well, that's something I can get on board with. Yes. Now, first, we have to thank some new patrons. But before we do that, I just remembered this because someone sent an email. Dang it. Who was it? Susan? They sent an email saying that in the new intro, Mm -hmm. when the woman is saying, I could hear these voices calling my name she says she hears a voice say it was me no yeah now i've listened to it i don't hear it but she says she hears a it was me right before the poof okay so if you guys want to go back and listen to that you know dissect it and then uh, get back to us write a report then get back to us yeah and let us know (laughs) if you actually hear that because i didn't catch it uh real quick we had to say big thanks to our new patrons nadara katie newman also to tony b who just became an annual patron thank you Um, and we've also got something new going on on the Patreon page. Uh, we post our Patreon pregames every week yes. on Thursdays, but we're adding the full episode now. Yeah. So when you become a patron, you're going to get the episode a day early, in theory, because sometimes I'm slow and it will be a day late. But whatever. In theory, you will be getting it a day early. And also, thank you so much to everyone who's left all these positive reviews for us on Apple and Facebook. If you haven't, please do. If you don't hate us, you don't hate our cackling, you don't hate our voices, you don't hate us women, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> please. Please leave us a review. Those actually help the podcast, by the way. Yeah. I mean, like shameless plug here. If you leave us a nice five star review, it helps push our podcast up on Apple Podcasts. So please and thank you. Also, we have everything up on YouTube. Our full versions of these episodes are up on YouTube. So please take a minute, like, subscribe. And if you don't like us, then just right off yeah <laughs> no you just don't go away you don't have to write anything mean you, you can just ignore us and move on but speaking of youtube we got a message from plato's beard Ooh. over there in regards to crows so plato's beard says a friend's parrot would only say one thing to one person and that was quote horrible old boot to his <laughs> mother-in-law <laughs> Okay, yeah. So uh, he says he did not teach the bird to say that. He learned it. Who knows? What's a little weird was horrible old boot was her dead husband's pet name for her. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Supposedly, this is a joke that they both liked. They thought it was funny. So it was a term of endearment. Horrible old boot. Yes. So the crow continued (laughs) to say it to her all the time. You got to hope that she really did. actually love that. I I do too. It's pretty sweet. All right, so let's jump into the stories. And this person wants to remain anonymous, but she's really good at using the F word. So get ready for this. Hello. So I have a couple of stories that I think are connected, but I mean, you guys tell me what you think. I'm driving because every time that I try to record this at home, my daughter starts asking me who I'm talking to and what are the spooky things I'm saying. So let's hope this doesn't sound too terrible. At the time, I was about 16 years old. I was in my sister's bedroom and her wall is pretty much a window, right? Right outside of the window is this long covered patio with tile. 
So when I'm sitting there doing my homework, it's like 7 p.m. or something, and I start hearing footsteps on the tile. So I get up, I go double check that all the doors are locked, that, you know, nobody's going to be coming in. So I go, I turn on on the lights, I turn them on in the bathroom and the two hallway lights, and I go back and sit down in that room. So I'm sitting down, I keep doing my homework, and then I see that some of the lights went out. So I was like, what the f***? So I get up again, turn it back on, and I turn on my music and put it on pretty loud just in case I hear anything, right? Because apparently if I can't hear it, it's fine. Again, another few minutes pass by, and I notice that the lights, one of the lights is out again. So I was like, yeah, f*** this shit. So I pack my backpack, and as I'm walking down the long hallway, I pass up one of my sister's bedrooms. And as I pass my bedroom door, I hear a man's voice say my name. And it was my middle name, which only my family calls me. Nobody else calls me by, by that name. So I hear that voice and I was like, what the f***? So I run out of there, right? Lock the door, leave. I don't come back at all until my parents get back. There's no way that that was a human because my bedroom has no windows. Terrible fire safety, but whatever. Yeah. I guess it works in Mexico. <laughs> so fast forward a few years, I'm like 19 or 20. I'm already in college. So I went for my winter break and I'm laying in bed. And for some reason in my actual bedroom, the one that I heard the voice in. So I wake up and I see this man knelt, kneeling at the end of the bed with like a book. So I look at him and I was like, what the hell? So I think to myself, okay, I'm going to try to touch this person. And if it's if it goes through, if my hand goes through, I'm going to yell for my dad. Apparently, I didn't care if it was a real human. I only cared if it was a ghost, but whatever. So I start sitting up, reaching to the person. And then he turns around and looks at me and then kind of smiles and he's gone. I was like, what the f***? So I go to my parents' room because they let us sleep in there anyway. Well, my dad did. My mom was not a fan of us sleeping in their bed. But my dad scoot over and I laid on the end of the bed. The next morning, my mom is asking me, so what did you see? What did you hear? Huh? What scared you this time? And I was like, nothing. And she kept bugging and bugging, kept asking me. She's like, then why did you come over here? I was like, just because. And then finally, I told her, okay, fine. So I woke up and there was this guy at the end of the bed with the book. He looked light skinned. I don't know who the heck he was. But then he just looked at me and he was gone. And she looked at me like, what the hell? So I'm like, what? You kept asking me, why are you making that face? So she tells me that my dad told her that morning, oh, my Papa Francisco came to visit last night. And that she's like, what are you talking? I was like, yeah, he was sitting in that chair with his book. I saw him last night after she came into our room. But he didn't know the reason that I had gone to that room. So, I mean, it must have been my great grandfather that I heard back when I was 16 and that I again saw in my room years later. So this reminds me, do you remember there was like that short that was turned into a full length movie where the person turns off the light yes, and gets in lights bed? lights out. Lights out. Oh, yes. such a good movie. That's totally what it makes me think of yes. in the beginning when she goes and turns on the lights yes. and they keep turning off again. Also, I'm very fascinated by people who are more afraid of a ghost than if it were a human. If I reach out my arm and I touch another human body, <laughs> I'm out. Can I you mean, just I imagine? Will, yeah, no. you're like pushing them and they're like, I'm here. Hello. I'm I'm living, breathing flesh. You're dead now. <laughs> 
So this next story comes from Marie. Hi, ladies. I've got a book story for you. So after going through a nasty divorce, I struck out on my own in the haunted highlands of Louisville, Kentucky. There are literally tons of spooky books about this area. I had to rebuild my life and entertainment was basically Blockbuster or the local bookstore at that time, which is where I found the book that I will not name. Oh, yeah. I wanted to read this one for a while as it was a follow up to a series of supposedly real life hauntings. I snatched it up when I saw it thinking, oh, great luck. LOL. Well, I read it and it was creeptastic. Had it in my (laughs) tiny little condo where it was so warm at times I had to install a window AC unit in December. Uh, I was also starting to see a man who later became my husband, 13 years and counting. Oh, I thought she was saying seeing a man like a ghost like in the corner. (laughs) That took a turn on me. Uh, Well, if so, they've made it work somehow. Um, I had him over and we had dinner, which was lovely. Everything was fine. We went to bed and at that time I had two pet rabbits who stayed in their cage at night. So the rabbits were asleep, literally snuggled up with each other in their little bed. That's actually precious. So he and I were talking face to face, discussing all the possibilities as you do. And then we fell asleep around midnight. So around 2 a.m., I hear chains being dragged across the floor of the bedroom. I sat up and looked around the room. The rabbits were asleep. They weren't even reacting. (laughs) There's nothing there. My first thought was, did somebody break in? Remember, I had a nasty ex-husband, so it was a conditioned response on my part. So I looked down to my friend who was awake, but absolutely still outside of touching my hand. Dude was remarkably calm. Mm. Actually, it turns out he always is. Like, he's the dude that runs to trouble when somebody needs help. Aww. We didn't physically see anything, but we were both hearing it. I laid back down, and eventually it stopped. So the next morning, we went to breakfast and discussed what had happened the night before. I'd only been to that condo for a short while and never noticed anything out of the ordinary other than it being level nine hot all the time. Mm. Then he told me his side of the experience. Yes, he heard the chains too, but he also heard a woman talking softly to him (laughs) that we couldn't make out what was being said. Dang it. When I got home, things did feel weird. The whole atmosphere was different at that point. It didn't feel friendly. Then I started noticing things moved around the apartment like somebody had been in there other Mm. than myself. Mm -mm. So I smudged, I salted, I broom swept. Really? I don't know. Is that like Like a thing? Like an actual just broom sweeping and that's supposed to help? That's what I'm thinking. Uh, Y'all let us know. Yeah. And it felt better, but it never felt right again. And as dumb as it sounds, I wonder if it had something to do with that book. Mm -hmm. So the next day I decided to give it away and I did try. (laughs) I couldn't get myself to take it past the parking lot. What? I tried three times. Finally, on the third time, I just set it down next to the dumpster and it wasn't there when I came home later that day. The apartment was still hot, but nothing else weird ever happened. Love the show. You guys rock, Marie. Oh, that book had a weird, creepy hole on you, girl. I know. So I asked her, what book was it? Right. I want to know. Yeah. She's like, well, I I really don't want to say. And I'm like, okay, just tell us. Was it the House of Darkness, House of Light series, uh-huh. the Conjuring. Oh, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. that whole series. And she said that wasn't it. And she said that she would not tell us. Not yeah. even just us privately so that we can know and go and read it. No, she got a little freaked out. <gasps> she was actually worried that just talking about it might conjure up something. Again. Interesting. If you've lost Spot or Fido and it's comfort that you'd seek then you just look no further than the dead pet of the week. The dead pet of the week. Oh, thank you. Mark, 
Mark Mestel actually recorded that on Instagram for us. It's beautiful. So our actual dead pet of the week story comes from Tori. Good afternoon, ladies. I had to share something that happened to me last night as soon as I had a chance. I have had one of the toughest years of my life this year, and one of those negatives was losing one of my cat's patches to the road in front of our house. Oh, Oh, I'm I'm sorry. sorry. Poor patches. Me and him had a nighttime routine where we would sleep on my pillow and lightly massage my head. Like the kitty cat would do little biscuits in your head. I love that. That's precious. It was amazing. I have missed this insanely, especially with everything going on. Well, last night after a brutal day, I was walking to bed and felt a cat run through my legs and jump on the bed like he was trying to beat me to it. I didn't see anything as it was dark and assumed it was one of our other cats. But as I laid my head down, I started to hear a cat very faintly purring. It lasted for about 30 seconds. I patted around the bed to see if any cats had come up and to my surprise, no one was there. I stood up and looked around, kind of stunned for a few minutes, then finally realized Patches must have given me a good cuddle like he used to. Oh, that is the sweetest. Thank you so much for keeping us entertained. Your biggest fan, Tori. Oh, Oh, I love that and I'm so jealous. I am, but I'm so sorry about losing your kitty like that. Me too, but I I do think it's really special when they come back. Uh, So this next story comes from Lauren and we always say like, you know, send us audio or video and Lauren actually did film herself telling this story, (gasps) which is great. So yeah, we're going to share the video, but here is the audio version of it. I've been binging your podcast and I love your podcast. um, So I wanted to share a story with you. A few months ago, we unexpectedly lost my dad. He was 61 and very young, very unexpected. Mm-hmm. He was in pretty good health. So a couple days after, it was like two days after we lost him, uh, my husband and I were at my mom's. We had dinner with her, which is something we typically did anyway. And the whole deal was she cooks dinner and then my husband, myself, and my dad. This time I'm rinsing the dishes. My husband's loading them in the dishwasher. My mom's wiping everything down and I take off my rings. So every time I set my rings down, little one goes down first, big one goes on top of little one. I put them behind the sink, her sinks in an island. So that way I couldn't hit it or anything. I'm rinsing dishes, I'm handing them to my husband. He's loading them into the dishwasher, we finish. I go to pick up my rings and my wedding band is gone. We search through everything. We're digging in the garbage disposal. We take apart, there's a floor vent behind the island. We take the floor vent apart. We can't find it. And it's kind of late. My mom says, well, go home. I bet it's on your little ring holder and I'm sure you'll find it there. We go home and I knew it wasn't gonna be there and it wasn't there. Mm So I call her, I tell her we're gonna come back in the morning and rip apart the garbage. Maybe it's in the garbage. I show up with a couple contractor bags. I'm about to have my husband full on take apart the garbage disposal. And he opens the door under the sink and there's one of those little plastic bins where you can put sponges and things, opens the door and my ring is sitting in there. Mm. So that was definitely strange. And then my husband and I were at my mom's, my brother and his wife and their baby were at my mom's and we're all sitting in the living room. Um, And my parents recently moved maybe like six months before he passed away. So we had done a bunch to their house. We'd painted it and he had installed new light fixtures and fans and stuff like that. And in the living room, he installed a new fan that had a remote. So it was a little bright in there. And I asked my mom, I was holding the remote and I didn't see um, a dimmer button on it. And I asked her if the lights dimmed. All of us were sitting in the living room. The lights dimmed. 
and they stayed dim which was really freaky. And then my husband and I were over there for our Wednesday dinner. We always have dinner on Wednesdays. And we're sitting in the living room and it's just three of us and we're all BSing like we normally did anyway. And the light dimmed. So those are my stories for you. Um, thank you for everything you've done with your podcast. I love it. It makes me feel a little less crazy that uh, other people have experienced these things too. Um, so keep doing what you're doing and I look forward to listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Lauren. I love that story. I know. That was really sweet. And that's exactly the kind of stuff I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be turning off the lights. <laughs> um, I'm going to be stealing your jewelry. I love that. Yeah. In a big way, stealing your yeah. jewelry. Our next story comes from Mike. Hello, my spooky queens. Ooh. Now I like that title. Uh, my name is Michael. And yes, you can say it if you read it. I don't know how much you believe in ghosts. A but lot. I hunt ghosts for fun. Uh, I have seen four ghosts and six shadow people, but that's not why I'm writing. This is about the old lady in my life. Oh my God, that scared the bejesus out of me. It's my fucking cat. <laughs> it flew six feet. I'm not even kidding Are you. you. It went from there by your mug all the way across past the printer. I thought, it, oh. We are haunted tonight. We are haunted. We are definitely haunted. Last week, your daughter scares you. This week, Shinji gets me. I know. <sighs> and and hopefully you guys aren't going to know this, but I keep coughing. Oh, I keep yeah, having to take We're breaks. Haunted by COVID. For a freaking cough. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't even, where was I? I've had four ghosts okay. and six. I've had four ghosts and six shadow people, but that's not why I'm writing. This is about the old lady in my life. So here we go. Yo. Ever since I was young, there has been an old lady who has haunted me. Well, followed me is more like it. When I was young, she used to scare me, but after years of seeing her, it doesn't bug me anymore. Every now and then I feel her staring at me from the corner of my room. Sometimes I'd open my eyes and she would be inches from my face. Ah, so I would scream. That scared me more because I was asleep. Asleep. Why are you doing this to me? Absolutely. Yeah. I get it. She would normally hang out in the corner of my room at night. I thought I was just seeing things or it was sleep paralysis till I became a teen and had a girlfriend stay the night. She woke up and saw me looking at the corner of my room. She turned her head and saw her too. I was happy because it meant I wasn't crazy, but sadly she broke up with me soon after. Imagine that. I yeah, wonder why. She wasn't the last person to see the woman though. I still don't know who she is, but she has moved with me from my dad's to my mom's to college all the way from Texas to New Mexico, where I am now. I have a son and a girlfriend, soon to be wife, congratulations, and they've seen her many times too. A few months ago, I woke up to my son crying. I got up to check on him, and when I came in his room, that lady was standing in the corner. I've set several cameras up, and if I catch something, I promise I'll send it to you. Thanks for helping me get through the long days at work. Sincerely, Monster Mike, hail yourselves. Hail yourselves. <laughs> well, hail. I like that. I do too. Yeah, Mike, you have to keep us posted on this and I do wonder like if you have a haint if you have a haint <laughs> something just word. fall I know I do too it's so good all the time like watching you does that pass on to your kids <gasps> thanks for that Mike okay and here is our final story of the week hey Rebecca and Julie this is Sam sorry excuse my my nose <laughs> it's really running today <laughs> anyway so I was taking a bath I was like 17 and my parents at the time had allowed me to have wine coolers at home. I wasn't allowed outside of home, but at home I was allowed to have a wine cooler or two. I was taking a bath, I was drinking this wine cooler. It was a fuzzy navel, in case you're wondering. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I 
had gotten out of the bathtub and I set it down on the toilet seat next to my bathtub. And all of a sudden, this wine cooler just shot off the toilet seat and hit the wall so hard that it left a dent in my wall. Dang. There is still a dent in the wall where the wine cooler hit 13 years later. It's still there. So my parents, of course, were like, oh, it was just, you know, you hit it with your towel or, you know, it slid off top of the toilet seat because of condensation because the bathroom was warm and <laughs> the drink was cold. It slid. Okay, but no, it literally like flew off of there. It wouldn't have just slid off and hit the wall. Like right. it would have just fell on the ground. And I was like, you guys are nuts. I know what I saw. And I wasn't really scared. Like it sounds terrifying but I was kind of more pissed off because like I had only had one or two sips out of it and it was my last wine cooler I was so mad I want to say it was my grandfather because he was like not wanting me to drink under it. I don't know I have no idea but that's my guess thanks guys that's awesome. Girl, that was the Holy Spirit saying, you are too young to be drinking. Whoosh. Taking that fuzzy yeah, navel. Yes. This is mine now. Damn, I have not had a fuzzy navel. In, in a, a minute. I know. Like, now I want one. I know. I'm like, I don't even remember if I what they taste like. Are they kind of like orange flavor? I think so. Or was it peach? Peach, maybe? Yeah. We're, we're getting Ooh. fuzzy navels. I'm sorry. I haven't had a wine cooler no. since Nom. Like, yeah. I need it. I need a wine cooler now. Vietnam. Like, you were, like you were in Vietnam. Vietnam in the 70s. Were you even alive in the 70s? <laughs> all right, guys, don't forget, uh, you can find all the companion blogs at hauntedaf.com. That's where we're going to share the pictures, the links. If you are new to the podcast, please follow us on all of our social medias. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and we do post versions of this podcast on YouTube. Yeah, there are a lot of people who will only watch the YouTube version. Yeah. So it is a lot of fun, usually. I don't know. This has been a real shit show today, so it's going to be uh, interesting. I honestly think the shittier the show, the f- more fun the video is yeah i mean just to give you an idea we have been taping for about an hour now and it's probably going to be a 15 minute episode (laughs) so it's been rough it's been a rough time rough or is it we're just that hilarious (laughs) Uh, no because now i i I have to clear my throat again which sounds like i'm strangling (laughs) satan every single time also don't forget about the patreon page it's uh, patreon.com backslash haunted af where today we had a spirited discussion about the aliens or yes, whatever that yes. keep getting shot out of the sky in fact we need some ufo stories we uh, haven't yeah we haven't and clearly there's a lot of ufo activity <laughs> uh, so much right now so much so uh send those stories bigfoot ghosts uh dead pet of the week glitch in the matrix thank you that helps You're welcome uh, doppelgangers yes oh my god shit (laughs) real quick multiple people reached out and said i can't believe you didn't call marvel the doppelganger because remember we had the dog last week that was a doppelganger story how did we miss that i'm like hurting my soul that we didn't catch that doppelganger Doppelganger. i know that was perfect but anyhow send those stories all of them written recorded audio or video to hauntedayofpodcast at gmail.com so we can use them in season nine of haunted af Doggleganger. <laughs> and don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. 
us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca.